Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Valley Sunday, Episode 6. Thank you for joining us. My name, Chris Paco. My name, Jeff Cameron. Boom. That's it. That's all you need to know. Just kidding. We have more to say. So this is a Monkeys podcast, breaking down the episodes one by one, going through all 58 in two years, which is crazy. That's a crazy amount of episodes. True. And I think we've talked about it before, but it still blows my mind. Well, it's 20... That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> 28 a season. 28 a season. Like, I think that's how I used to do it. Like a show would come out in September and you watch it yeah. until like school was almost done. But yeah, but so it's like a, the like friends and that stuff had like twenty four. Oh, okay, and like that was considered a long season. Maybe it was different back then. I think it was. You just Maybe. plowed them out, no reruns until summer, and then Maybe, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Especially for a brand new show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Just work it, work it to the bone. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode is called Success Story, directed by James Frawley, and aired on October seventeenth, nineteen sixty six. Gearing up for Halloween. Oh, yes. I wonder how many kids went as the monkeys at Halloween. Great question. I bet you a lot. Great question. Probably for sure. It's probably Beatles and monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> the younger kids went as monkeys, I bet. Got the shirt. Mom made them the shirt with eight buttons. They have buttons. Knitted up a toque. Yeah. <laughs> Off you went. I would love a monkey shirt. Like the, the eight button shirts. Yeah. That's like... Oh, my God. <laughs> Me and the boys went as Def Leppard once. Nice. That mostly just involved one guy putting his arm inside his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> never, we were never the monkeys. No, that would uh, yeah, that'd be intense, actually. Because when we, when we saw Mike and Mickey last year, yeah. they had the Mickey poncho for sale. <laughs> Remember that? Yes, yes. And someone bought the last one. And they had to take it off the thing, and everybody cheered. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty awesome. <laughs> so they wouldn't feel obligated to buy it. Yeah. It's like oh, thank God, I don't have to spend money on that table clock. Yeah, it's like 100 bucks. Yeah. It's something else. I mean, can I make it worth it? Yeah, well, you can use a tablecloth. You, you can wear it to Casual Friday. Yeah, I wonder what that person, how often they put that poncho on. You know what I mean? It seems like an impulse buy. <laughs> like, I got a T-shirt and a monkey's hoodie, which is awesome. One of my favorite shirts. Like yeah. I, I have to say, stop wearing it. Because <laughs> people see you in this shirt all the time. But it's like, yeah, gray, the monkey's guitar logo. Amazing. <laughs> I feel like the Mickey tablecloths should come with the timpani drum. It should. Or at least one of the, the sticks or something. <laughs> that, I, when I saw the Who recently, they had Richard Starkey sticks for sale. Like the, the Promark signature Zach series. Starkey. Did I say Richard? Yes. Yeah, I meant Zach. Yeah, had the Zach Starkey sticks. And also what was weird was... He played like regular drums, but had electric cymbals, like the rubber cymbals, really? the rubber hi-hat. Yeah. Strange. Very strange. I couldn't rap. I was like, this is a very weird thing to see. Because at first I, I kept looking at it. Yeah. I'm like, is that, is that Probably, doesn't look right. It sounded all right though, right? Yeah, Because like at the open mics, a lot of the guys have the, the electronic kits now. Yeah. Just because you plug it in the PA, control the volume, no matter what size the room. And you can put it in your back seat. <laughs> and you can put it in your back seat. Yeah. Like yeah. When one drummer I worked with, he got an electronic kit so I wouldn't have to come pick up his bass drum anymore. Yeah. Because <laughs> he couldn't bring his bass drum in his own car. Yeah. <laughs> but in the e-kit, you're all set. Yeah. No, and they sound really good now and everything, too. Like, nothing, acoustic drums are acoustic drums. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. if you're in an apartment or, like, if you don't have a lot of room. Yep. 
the, yeah, electric drums are solid. For it's sure. like one of the things I'm always like, I'm going to buy. I had them. I sold them when times got tough, and I regret it literally every single day. Ah, I hate you'll it. Get some, you'll get them back now that the technology's better. Yeah. On yours, could you do simple grabs? You could on a couple of them. You could. Oh, okay. Yeah, There's, yeah. And like the three zone like three symbols. Three different. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That that had that. Yeah. And it was the greatest. Well, with all our sweet podcast profits. Damn tootin'. You know, first we'll get some air conditioning, then we'll get yeah, some electronic kits. Yeah. <laughs> silent air conditioning, silent drums. <laughs> That's what this podcast is all about. That's Just, right. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Success story. So this one opens up with Mickey, Davey, and Peter playing cards with the dummy, Mr. Schneider. Mm -hmm. And then Peter says that he shouldn't be the dummy. The dummy should be the dummy. Why am I the dummy? The dummy should be the dummy. There you go. And I believe they just tell him to be quiet, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> and they go up. And, and calling him Mr. Schneider, that's, that's a, a dig. At one of the, the, the producers. At uh, Rob Schneider from... Uh, yeah, yeah, they hated... Uh, from Deuce Bigelow. Yeah. Male Gigolo. Yeah. They hated the animal. Yes. <laughs> They're not alone. But no, that was a dig at one of the, the producers, right? Or the high-up guys yes, at CBS uh, or Bob, NBC? Bob Rafelson Schneider. Bert, uh, Bert Schneider? Bert Schneider. Is that the name? No, no, no. Either way. It was a dig at one of the producers. The, made one of the dummy. suits. Yeah, one of the suits is now the dummy. And it should have been Kirshner, like you accidentally called him earlier. Yeah, I but thought it, it that was. would have made more sense. Yeah, but, but either way, it shows yeah. like their cheekiness right off the top. Yes, like, yes, no, yes. we're not doing this. I think that's also Rafelson's sticking story. it to the man, just a scooch. Yeah, and I, I yeah. read a lot about uh, Bob Rafelson in a, a book called. Um, Wasn't it Bert Schneider? Bert Schneider, that's what I said. Okay, okay. Yeah, Bob and Bert. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, but like Rafelson, he he was a, a loose cannon. Yes. Like in a big way. Yes. Which is crazy, which is the only reason this show got made, by yes. not giving an F about anything. <laughs> yep. And it's kind of also kind of buried him. But <laughs> but it was good to hear him do a commentary on the, uh, the box oh, set. Oh, for sure. Which is kind of cool. He openly says, I remember nothing about the 60s. <laughs> so let's, and it doesn't surprise me. But anywho, a messenger shows up with Mike, and Mike is not wearing his wool hat in the house. It's the first huh. time, other than in the job interview, ah, Mike okay. is wearing the hat. Um, the, the, and they're looking for Davy. Which one of you guys is Davy Jones? I am. I got wire collect. He is. <laughs> and he gives him a letter, and it says Davy's grandfather's coming to a visit, coming for a visit. And uh, Davy had told him that he was a big star in America, right? But he's not. Dug his own grave there. A hundred percent. And he says, um, once his grandfather finds out he's not a big star, he's going to take him back to England, and he's got to leave the group. Mm. Boom. Right into the intro on that dun-dun-dun kind yes. of moment. So get out of the intro. Davey tells the boys that it's going to break his grandfather's heart, that he's not famous. Mm -hmm. Right? And Mike gets the idea. What am I going to do? I don't know. We can't make you a millionaire. No. We can sure make you look like one. They just have to make Davey look famous. Yes. He doesn't actually have to be famous. Yeah. Right? So... Monkey's ruse. Monkey ruse. Coming in. And so uh, they all go out, and Mickey somehow swindles an old man out of his Rolls Royce. Yeah. He says he's going to fix it and yep, takes it away. Yep, yep. Mike uh, gets hired as an Italian chef and gets fired instantly. 
Like, instantly, instantly. <laughs> you make a good spaghetti, huh? Oh, man, you wouldn't believe the kind of spaghetti I make. <laughs> he leaves, but he keeps the chef yes. uniform. Yes. I thought you said you could make a spaghetti. Well, I didn't say that. I just said that uh, you wouldn't believe it. And then Peter goes out and he gets, uh, oh, an ice cream man because he's got a bow tie and a white shirt. And he somehow just takes his shirt and bow tie from him. What do you want? The shirt off my back? And takes it from him. Yeah. That's Charlie Callis, the comedian. The oh, really? sound effect guy who was on Simpsons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely seemed like a somebody. Yes. Just the way he was. Didn't seem like a usual monkey's extra. Yeah, he's one of those, I think, Dean Martin roast kind of guys. Oh, okay. That makes that more era. sense. And, um, and the guy, after his shirt comes off, He's surrounded by dudes in suits who want the ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was weird. What's the message they're sending here? Yeah, I I tried to figure that out myself. I don't know. We're we're not here to judge. No. What's what's the message, gang? (laughs) Oh, well. Just back at the pad, the three boys, they pose the chauffeur, the chef, and the butler. Right? Mickey Chauffeur, Mike Chef, Peter Butler. (laughs) And they put on a good show, pretending Davey's famous. They're picking up the, the grandfather at the airport. Yes. That's where they're doing all this stuff. Dawn's prepare the car. Yes, sir. People start to think Davey's famous because these people are treating him famous, so it helps helps the ruse with Grandpa. For sure. Notice how people keep asking that boy for his autograph and taking pictures? He must be a celebrity. They go home and they start serving. Or Mickey drives them home in the Rolls Royce, <laughs> really making it awesome. <laughs> And they serve Dave and his grandfather dinner, but all the Davy stuff is rubber because they could only <laughs> afford one serving of food. But they could afford fake food yeah. as well. Maybe they just had it kicking around in their tickle trunk <laughs> full of costumes and weirdness. Possibly. And this is, this is another weird thing. While they're eating, a neighbor comes over. Hi, Davy. I just came over to borrow some hot dogs. Which, you don't see neighbors dropping by the monkeys very yeah, often. not too often. And she just kind of walks in. And goes and takes food or something. Yeah, she right? was, used to borrow hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, then after she gets there, the messenger shows up again. I don't know why he showed up again. He didn't get paid yet. Oh, that's right. Oh, because they tell them to get the money from the dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yelling at the dummy the whole time to get yeah, the money. And he's yeah. not getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then eventually Mickey convinces him to switch clothes. Yeah. Come on, Schneider, out with the dough. Yeah. So he reaches into the other guy's clothes and gives him the money. <laughs> and then the Rolls Royce guy shows a ruse up. Ruse within a ruse. Oh, man. Ruse squared. <laughs> Rolls Royce owner shows up. The Italian restaurant owner shows up. Oh. The ice cream man shows up. Oh. And the whole thing falls apart. Shit, it's the fan. Right. And then there's kind of like a, a pre romp romp. They kind of <laughs> zip around each other and kind of go, but there's no music. It's just a, a silent romp. Oh, a somber romp. <laughs> a somber romp. A somber. <laughs> Somp. A somp. <laughs> then uh, Grandpa asks Davies if there's any other bills that haven't been paid. And then everybody goes crazy because everybody uh, there's so many bills that need oh, to get paid. Fresh, they're a band. Yeah, they're everything. <laughs> so for shit. Grandpa snaps. Davies coming back to England. That's all there is to it. You are grossly deceived me, young man. I'm going back to England, and I'm taking you with me. You talking about the grandpa? Yep. He's either, I don't know if he's not old enough or not British enough. 
But I don't think that's David Jones's grandfather. No, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. Tell you the truth. He seems from a different part of England or something. <laughs> Maybe. You know what I mean? He's a yeah. He's a again central casting. I mean, I'm not sure he's a an American trying to be British because he seems a little British, but like the wrong kind of British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different part of the UK. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's it's, it's he's so uppity. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just looking for an uppity British person. They found <laughs> this guy in the cafeteria. British-ish. Yeah. A British-ish uppity person. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, he is, he's a bit of a, a weird fit. Yes, definitely. But he, he plays a good wet blanket. For, yeah, well, yes. And so the morning that uh, they're leaving... Davey goes for a walk on the beach. Mm. That's his main, that's his move. Yes. He's got it. Because in England, you don't got a lot of beaches. It's not like Southern no. California in no, England. No, there's several more beaches. Yeah. In SoCal. Yeah. Than there is in, in dreary old England town. Yeah. London town. England country. <laughs> England place. England place. <laughs> right. And so Mike then has a little heart to heart with the grandpa. He says, like, you know, like, Davey did all this just to impress you yeah. and try to make you, like, feel good about him. And Grandpa says that Davey needs to be guided. He can't be left on his own. Yeah. And then Mike says, You want him back because you miss him, or you want him back because you need him. Old man. Could see Mike going to bat for the little guy. Yeah, Mike steps in. For sure. The leader. He knows what's going on. But meanwhile. Yeah, Davey's walking. On the beach to I Want to Be Free, uh-huh. reminiscing over the past four episodes, we see... <laughs> the more than words of the 60s. <laughs> yeah. I want to be free. Yeah. I like you. I want to do stuff with you. But you can't tie me down, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a very interesting song. It gets played off as being very sweet, but it is not. It is not a sweet song. <laughs> no, it it's funny they give it to Davey. Of course it's, they give it to But Davey. he's supposed to be sweet, though. You don't want him to be... It's disguised. I guess it's also like, look out, here comes tomorrow. Like him <laughs> having to pick between two girls, and he just doesn't want to do it. I am banging two different girls <laughs> now. They're going to find out about each other's thing. No, no shit. Essentially it. You told me to write about what I know, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All my songs are about shagging multiple birds. <laughs> what are you writing about, Peter? An alligator. <laughs> My auntie. Yeah. Cool, that's fine. Anyway, off to fuck. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> I miss him. Anyway, it's a Peter line. I miss him. Anywho. <laughs> so... Davey, uh, they're at the airport. <laughs> Davey's saying goodbye to everybody. And then Peter gives him a parachute just yes. in case his grandpa changes his mind on the plane, yes. which is awesome. Peter gets a hug. Yeah. The other guys get handshakes. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Even though Mike went to bat. Well, you know, Peter's the only guy that gave him anything. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. True. But he doesn't know what Mike has done already, Put, planting the seed. Mickey doesn't care. He's fine. Also feels a bit early in the series run to bust out a heavy-ass episode like this. Yeah, yeah, someone leaving. Yeah. Yeah, true. We're six episodes in, like, not even two months in. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're like, oh, no. Yeah, someone's got Davy Jones going to leave the monkeys? The kid going as Davy for Halloween is like, what? <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Not going to be Mr. Schneider? <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> oh, man. And then uh, um, Grandpa and Davey leave to get uh, on the plane. Yes. But then right at the plane, Davey says he'll meet his grandpa on the plane. On the plane. And he just leaves. Just that out. Bails. Shows you the difference in airport security at that point. Like, now you've got to go oh, through three a, things before you can even relax. Oh, another thing. Now you can walk right up to the, then you could walk right up to the plane. You could sit on the plane before it left if you didn't have a ticket <laughs> and just walk off. I was just saying bye. Okay, see you. But yeah. <laughs> Take a shit. Yeah, it's a different, different world. Different times. It was, Man. definitely. So now the boys are back at the monkey pad trying to tell themselves Davey's going to be better off without us. It's the part where they're all they're facing away from the camera, yeah. trying to play it all cool. And they're like, "Oh yeah, it's cool." And then they turn around and they're all bawling their Clearly, eyes. Clearly, <laughs> shattered shells of their former selves. It's pretty funny. It's a good. <laughs> it's funny to see. See them all going crazy. Yes. And then they decide they're going to intervene. He just may never make that plane. They're already at the airport. They already had could have done it. They came home, realized a davilist existence, not cool. No. No birds. No. Off they go back to the airport. <laughs> no birds, no monkeys. No birds, no monkeys. <laughs> no birds, no bees. No monkeys. <laughs> so what they got to do? They got to de- deploy the second ruse of the episode? Yeah. Is what you're telling me? We have two ruses, no romps so far. And it's all the non-Davy guys got to put in the ruse work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, twice. And then, yeah, so they go back to the airport. Peter pretends to be a porter and takes the bags away. Yeah. Mickey pretends to be in charge of baggage and then spills his bags everywhere. <laughs> tells him stuff can't go on, this and that. Yes. <laughs> throwing things yes. everywhere. Mickey hijinks. Yes, I like your note. Mickey hijinks covers a lot. I might have been what it said in the script. Yeah. It just says. Mickey hijinks. Cue Mickey hijinks. Yeah. Let him go Take off for a couple minutes. Three cups of coffee. <laughs> and some reds and he gets to go crazy yep <laughs> mike pretends to, he drives the little cart yep and then just takes the grandpa all over the airport oh right? yeah and there's like rompish moments within this it's weird there's like romp-esque spots but they don't lead to a full 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 fledged romp Rompception. yeah Rompception. yeah so it's very weird so now grandpa Grandpa's on to this. He knows who these guys are. He's not, this isn't his first rodeo. He smells a ruse. Yeah. Yeah, Grandpa can smell a ruse. No problem. So he meets Davey at the plane, and he knows that these boys, what they're doing, and he says to him, Davey, you've got three loyal friends here. I know I can leave you safely in their hands. And then also, Grandpa has uh, hooked up with the woman that was asking Davey <laughs> for his autograph at the beginning of the episode, and now she's going to England with him. And is that not the girl from the first episode who owns the hotel? It's the maid from the hotel. Exactly. Exactly. She's got my jacket. So maybe Grandpa at that point, when Davey left, he went to the bar, (laughs) chatted this woman up, realized she wanted to come to England with him. Uh Because him, that's a young woman. And he's like, well, I've got this extra (laughs) ticket. Why don't you stay with your friends? I'm going to take this hotel heiress. <laughs> I don't think she's playing specifically the same character. It'd be funny if it is. The, the, uh, the monkey cinematic, the MCU. MCU. If you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be awesome. She's still the same one. <laughs> and Grandpa uses her money to pay Davy's bills. Perfect. <laughs> Afterward. Perfect. But I think Grandpa was just like, I've got this young chick with me now. I don't need this 
Boy. The bird chasing runs in the family. It does. For sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, you can't take the bones out of the Jones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, so now the, the Is boy. Is that a t-shirt? It should be. Uh, so now the boys are all hanging out, and Mickey says, You know, after doing all those things to try to impress him, the one thing we should have done was played for him. Boom. That leads to the romp. Finally. With Sweet Young Thing mm. as the song, making its uh, debut. A Mike's song. Yep, in the Monkees' uh, television show. And so this is, this is like an old person romp. <laughs> they're hanging out with a bunch of old people. Like they're dancing with them. Yeah. Like they, they start playing on a bench and all the old people come over to the bench and they all start dancing. They're playing tug of war with an old woman at one point and stuff like huh. that. And they skip. And then it's also them playing in front of the gold yellow curtain. Oh, yes, usual. yes, yes. They got that stuff. they did the whole album probably. Yep. Or most of it. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and that's where the episode ends with another romp, except they have a behind the scenes thing. Oh, yes. Afterwards. But, yeah, that's where that episode ends with the one, only one romp. This is the first uh, Monkeys episode with only one romp. One in romp, it. two tunes. Yeah. Boom. Just no no wool hat uh, at the beginning. Just a lot of will he leave. So then afterwards, there's a behind-the-scenes interview again with Davey, mostly. Uh-huh. And uh, Bob or James, they asks him if, they, if he wants the show to go on in England. And he said that, that'd be wicked because then his dad could see it. Yeah. And he makes a reference that his dad's very ill again, which is weird. Like a, another thing that they... Uh, yes, 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 yes. It's interesting. Yeah. And but so... The, the, the long story about the long hair and stuff. Yeah. And then he goes and he says that when he went home, his sister thought he was a girl at the airport. <laughs> and then his parents would let him in the house. I come from America. He said, you're not my son. <laughs> I said, well, I gave him 3,000 miles. He's going to get your hair cut. Because his hair was too long. <laughs> he went and got it cut, came back. He sent me back again to get it cut before he let me in the house. So I fixed him this time. I bought him a house. Now he can't turn me away. <laughs> Which seems crazy. <laughs> yeah. Because the hair's not that long. No. But in the mid-60s, it's like... Yeah. I guess it was. You'd even think in England, though, because like, the Beatles been in England for longer than in America. For a so little bit. Like a year earlier, but still, more time well, for kids to grow years. their and hair. The, the square grown-ups aren't into the Beatles that much. I guess. Or they're like anti-Beatles, because they're like the... Yeah. The Botany crew of the 60s. Yeah. These <laughs> <laughs> <the> weirdos. <laughs> Hello, weirdos. This ain't old Pat Boone tune. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so anyway, that's uh, Davey's little thing. Mike had the one last time. Davey got one this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little behind-the-scenes stuff. So, success story. What are, your, what are your thoughts on it? How do you feel about it? Like I thought it was all right. Um, I thought, like I said, it could have could have held this one off a bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe after all the rompy, rompy, romp, they want to sort of indicate that the boys can be a little serious. And we're just sort of... Display how much yeah uh, they mean to each other yeah, by yeah. having the, the threat of one of them leaving, kind of hanging over them and sort of pulling the episode along. Yeah, and it shows, yeah, it's the heaviest episode and also shows them with the most heart, I think. Yes. And and, and kind of, and the, the Davy Jones on the beach with um, uh, I Want to Be Free playing is a, got a siren going on behind us. It's fine. All right. 
So the scene with Davy on the beach with I Want to Be Free playing is kind of a romp, actually. Like, it cuts to different things, but it's a slower yeah. tempo, more yeah. of a reminiscence romp yeah. than a, a full-fledged monkey Is he romp. dressed like Mowgli in this one? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. Is he wearing his actual clothes? I think he's, yeah, because he's going, <laughs> okay. he's, uh, sad. He's just wearing that stuff. Uh, no laugh track on this episode. I think we were talking about that. Oh, uh, this is the one, no yeah, laugh track. no laugh track on this one. My notes were mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, didn't need it for this one, I think, because a lot of it is more serious. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what's a highlight of the show for you? Oh, when uh, Davy says he can eat like a horse, and we have a brief teaser trailer Yeah. of the abandoned horse footage <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> from a future episode that we'll be talking about. Yeah. Good Lord. But that's not my favorite one. But I'm just going through my notes of what I I noticed. So there's the horse callback. For me, one of the highlights is that the boys coming together to save Davy. Yeah, that's definitely yes. Like conceptually, a, that's cool. That, yeah, uh, and the the ruseness of it. The ruse, the double ruse. Double ruse. Solid episode. Mm-hmm. With a little more emotional depth to it than we've grown accustomed to across the first five episodes. Yeah, definitely. For sure. So in that sense, it's a good episode to have where they have it. I suppose you're right, Paco. I suppose you're right. Let's ground these monkeys. Let's ground these monkeys. (laughs) Into a paste. Oh. Gross. Monkey paste. Again. Indeed. Man, oh man. Well, cool cats, I think it's about that time. Is it about that time? When we reach in to the wool hat of wonder (laughs) and pull out three songs at random and add them to our ongoing countdown of monkey songs. Monkey dude. And and so you can see where we land and let us know if you have different ideas of where these songs should have landed. Let us know. We'll uh, be stoked to hear from you. Might not agree with you, but we will definitely uh, give you a listen, (laughs) if you will. So Indeed. Jeff, reach on in there, and what are you, what are you I'm, pulling out? I'm, I'm reaching in, and I'm pulling out. Well, not that. It's reaching in. We got as we go along. Ooh, a lovely tune from the head soundtrack. I can definitely say. This song, I hated. Hated growing up. Okay. Unbelievably hated it. Yeah. I don't know why. Slow, meh, meh, meh. Wasn't into it. Never. Was it the 5 4 time? Maybe. But then in the bir- in that movie Lady Bird that came out last year, two years oh, ago. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was in the trailer for it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Huh. And it gave me, and I hadn't listened to it in so long. Yeah. And I started listening to it. Because of that, I put it on, and I was like, you know what? This is a really great song. And I totally did a 180 on this uh, song. I, I completely hated it. I would even listen to it in times of like extreme happiness to try to be happy listening to it. You know what I mean? Your, oh, okay. Like to try to be like, okay, this is a good song. <laughs> You're trying to get rid of your happiness. No, no, no. I was trying to have the happiness overwhelm my dislike for the song. Wow. And it could never work. And then Going when I heard it. a long way for that tune, man. And the other thing is, it's not in Lady Bird at all. In the entire movie, it does not show up. It's only in the trailer. 
because when I saw the movie, I kept waiting for it. I was like, oh, monkeys are in this one. Monkeys. Whoa. And the monkeys were not in it. They are just in the trailer. Talk about a ruse. <laughs> yeah, monkeys ruse. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. But yeah. So well, what anyway. the heck? Why is it even there? One of those things. Strange. It's like in Rogue One when the TIE fighter comes up in front. <laughs> You're going to say And it's like, not, that doesn't happen in the movie. You remember when Stepping Stone was in Rogue One? Yeah. I thought you were going, what, you guys, there's a monkey song in that trailer? <laughs> no. Oh, the, yeah, the trailer with all the footage is not even in not the movie. Not in the movie, yeah. yeah. So yeah. trailers are a hit and miss. But anyway. Just guidelines of what's going to be in the movie. Yeah. How do you feel about as we As go we along? go along, like you said, it was like a lesser cool song to listen to. Like, you kind of skip over it on your way to the other cool songs on the head soundtrack. But it's a solid tune. It's really cool to see Mickey sing it on stage. Yeah, that's true. And uh, it's it's decent. Mm-hmm. It's not still not one of my favorites, but I've grown to appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> the it's a, it's a level st- of intensity from one end of the spectrum <laughs> to the other end, like you have, but I, I've learned to appreciate it. It's a sleeper hit for me. A sleeper hit. Say. Would you say it's better than Mr. Webster? Now I would, I think. Would you say it's better than Mommy and Daddy? I'd, mm, yeah. I would. Would you say it's better than Dream World? Ooh. Yeah, see? Now we're getting tricky. Where do you fall on this one? I'm about to put it right between Dream World and Mommy and Daddy, unless you overrule me. No, that's good. Okay. Nice. Tucking it in. What number is it then? As we go along is one, two, three, four, fifth. Ooh, top five. Top five. Top five. Nice work as we go along. Mm Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, I'm going to have to get a spreadsheet program out <laughs> very soon yeah. for the next round. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Getting a little. All right, hand over that hat. Let me uh, reach into its wool, sweaty awesomeness. <laughs> oh, shit. Valerie. Oh. We were just talking about this. Oh. So what are we doing? How do we do this? Is How there a Valerie one and two? I think... We'll just talk as a concept for now. So I will like get both of them. There's a superior Valerie, I feel. I agree. Right. But uh, some people would say the other one is superior for reasons. The better production, the bigger sound, the horns. But, but, but. At first I thought it was about uh, Tiffany Amber Thiessen's character on uh, 90210. But it's not. (laughs) It's a different Valerie. Turns out this is from the 60s. So it's way before that. Valerie anyway. Harper. <laughs> Who knows? But anyway, it's a Davy song. She's got my jacket. Probably, without counting him out, a top five Davy song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, I like the one from the show. Yeah, the guitar... The, the buzzy guitar. Yeah, the fuzz tone guitar riff. I remember that was a song I learned the riff from watching the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can still play it, actually. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And, like, the part where, I guess, Davey's on the crane. Really yeah, that's a really cool up. thing. Very cool visual. Yeah. And, uh... Isn't like a puffy shirt kind of thing, too, right? <laughs> like a flamenco shirt or something? Maybe. Because the song... Is it the pirate shirt from the, uh, the, the sword fight shirt? I think it's a Seinfeld <laughs> the puffy shirt. Puffy shirt. <laughs> Not sure it's the same one. <laughs> but I love that, the early one, which 
eventually shows up on a Missing Links, right? Missing Links Volume 2. Yeah. We had to wait. I had to wait. Yeah. It's bullshit. And that was the thing people wanted. And, like, part of the coolness of the tune was when you get near the end and there's the crazy high-speed flamenco guitar thing that blows Nuts. your mind. get around to making an official vinyl release when they redo the song and they like shoot their load right at the start but they bring out the, the fast guitar thing right at the start yeah so it's like yeah okay it kind of like spoils it a little yeah and kind of part of why i feel that's the the later one is kind of inferior you know technically their production is better and the singing's better. I still prefer the yeah. the fuzz tone early the, 66 version. The fuzz tone one feels more like those four guys yes. in a garage ripping it. And the other one feels like, okay, the producers got in, they brought in the horns to do the guitar riff, yeah. the crazy, all that stuff and production stuff just kind of seemed like it's still good. When I only knew the, the horn version, yeah. I still loved the song. Yeah. It's a great song no matter what. Yeah. But... The, the fuzzy one's way better. The fuzzy one's better. I think maybe it has something to do with the fuzzy one was harder to find for a long time because the box had had, yeah. it's on the Mickey disc. Yeah. It's the, the, it's the, the yellow one. Yeah. It's, it's how it connects <laughs> to my mind. Yeah. The yellow Valerie. And, um, and so you didn't get to hear it unless you went to your house and heard it on the tape. Yeah. Off the TV. And... So yeah, there was the the rarity aspect of the old one. Yeah, that you didn't get to see it much. But I can, I can remember getting Missing Links Volume Two, and we only had one CD player in the house. And it was out <laughs> in the porch, like in the sunroom thing. Yeah, and I just remember listening to that version of Valerie in the porch, over and over and yes. over. I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. It was so yeah, amazing. In terms of the whole Valerie experience, is it better than let's say Circle Sky? I don't know. I don't know. Is it better that you just may be the one? I, I might go yes on that. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. I would say it's top three at least from what we have. It's better than take a giant step. Yes. Okay. I, I, I go... I will, I will go third. Okay. Because I know that uh, you just may be the one's a big one on your, on your front. <laughs> your front has a big one. It's true. Hey, well... Thanks for noticing, <laughs> I must say. And then right. finally... Reach in, pull out. No, I got uh, I must say, whoa, 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 whoa. So, yeah, so just going Valerie as a song, combining the two of them. We're not going to have a yeah. second Valerie. The, the whole Valerie experience. It's a Valmalgamation. Valgamation. Okay. You guys, since you did both of these so far, you're the last one. Gotta give it to me. Gotta give it time. Sorry. Gotta give it time. Gotta give it time. From Good Times. Baby, just stop the shopping, baby. Shopping won't get you loving, baby. You gotta pay it Gotta give it good times. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and finally, we haven't talked about this record yet. No. So cool. Yes. So much fun. It was like... Uh, it's like a Missing Links. It's like a tribute album. It's like a real Monkeys record. Yeah. All rolled into one. 
it's it's weird <laughs> because it's like when it came out like it, it essentially came out of nowhere because it just kind of popped up yeah and here was this monkeys record with all the monkeys like a davy <laughs> song was on it but similar the three, to the justice experience where like wouldn't it be cool if this happened yeah but and, this one seemed to 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 be taken more seriously it's it's almost like in the last like five ten years or something the monkeys have almost been accepted do you know what i mean yeah as for what they are it's like well they're a fake band i was like well yeah they're a fucking tv show band of course they're a fake band but they made this great music and mm-hmm. the two don't matter yeah it's just great music and the tribute album aspect of good times is like rivers cuomo throws in a tune noel gallagher noel gallagher uh death cab yeah ben Ben, ben what's his name yeah. from death cab has a really nice write-up about what the monkeys mean to him and yeah. how this is such a such a career highlight for him to be able to have a song on a monkeys record yeah and like pick any other band who has anything like this happening for them yeah it does not happen yeah it's so strange and uh it just gets into what the monkeys mean to especially musician types yeah exactly. it's really cool and this particular song like obviously i think some of the tracks are from back in the day it sounds a bit like dirty water by the standouts and uh but this definitely that vibe of a song that the four of them would be playing i picture them in the suits yeah not the, not the eight button thing the, the gray suits yeah, yeah like yeah. like the she video right doing the give it time video <laughs> if there was one that's how i kind of picture this song going down it's kind of like a lesser song on the album but for me it's like a, a top half because mm-hmm. it sounds like them, sounds like a monkey song. It's an awful lot of Mickey Dolan's orgasmic gasping. <laughs> Implicitly dirty song for a 74-year-old man to be singing. <laughs> yes, it is. But it's very much a monkey song and feels like the 60s. Feels like something they would play at a battle of the bands back then. Yeah. As the four dudes in the beach house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, Sweet. it's good. It is. And also a great uh, album cover. Like the drawings of all the this stuff is yes. so great. Yeah. No, and was... the, the stickers and the, the whole, yeah, whole were... look of it. The whole feel of it. It's a great time. It's a good time. I think it's good times. <laughs> I think we talked about it privately. Pool It was like a reunion record, but it sounded like the 80s. Just Us was a reunion record. sounded like the 90s. Dad's in the studio kind of thing. Yeah. But this... Is like specifically sounds like the monkeys. Yeah. And it, what makes it so much fun. And I've certainly listened to it a lot more often than I listened to Pool It and Justice. I can appreciate how those records were somebody's gateway to it. And yeah. They feel different about it. But for this record to come out and be so good and sound like the monkeys. The monkeys. Yeah. Yes. That was the one thing that hit me too. It's almost like they kind of became comfortable with that. Yeah. Like, not having to fit in with what's going on. Yeah. It's like, no, we're the monkeys. This is what we sound like. Yeah. And they, they felt that way. And the people that were writing the songs and collaborating with them also felt that way. Yeah. And, yeah, it came out. Like Schlesinger. Yeah. A big, a lot to do with this, I think, for sure. Yeah. After doing that thing you do and all that, and then getting to work with the monkeys, it's like, wow. Yeah. These guys just be the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sweet. So that's, that. Oh, hey. Where are we going to put that one in? Where do we put that one in the canon of Monkitude? It's a good one. It's not like... Yeah. It's not, it's not Magdalena. It's not Hipster. It's not... No. <laughs> it's probably at least the fifth best song on that record. 
but we well, like six. Like, there's so many good songs on the record, but we'll have to talk about that record more another time. Yeah, yeah. As we zip through, it's a meaningful thing. Yeah. But uh, was that better than uh, Dream World or Mommy and Daddy or As We Go Along? Hmm. First of all, was it better than Take a Giant Step? Probably not. No. No. I might put it between Let's Dance and Mr. Webster. That's probably a good call. I think that's it. A... There, uh, Give It Time by the Monkees, like the rest of these songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So, yeah. So. so we got the closest to knocking out the top spot coming in at number three. Ooh, that was a big one. Put that one there, and then... So, like, we got D.W. Washburn still bringing up the rear. Oof. For now. For now. Like, I mean, eventually one of us is going to land on moving in with Rico. But <laughs> D.W. Washburn, laugh, never tell a woman yes, don't wait for me, hard to believe, let's dance on, Give it time, Mr. Webster, a mommy and daddy, as we go along, and our current top five, Dream World, and number four, Take a Giant Step, and number three, Valerie, and number two, You Just May Be the One, or number two, <laughs> and number one, Holding Tight, Circle Sky. Nice. And if you want to check out this list, you can probably check it out on our Facebook page. In theory. Yeah. We'll have that up there for you so you can check it out. And probably from now, we might just only do give you the top five if there's been a big change. Maybe, yes. Because we're getting into like 15 songs. And well, it depends on how much of the show we need to talk about. It could be the big time filler at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, guys, we're, we're, we're 60 seconds short. <laughs> you talk about boys, something. boys, sit down. Come on. <laughs> uh, the show's over, but we've got one problem. We're one minute short. All right, well, that's another episode of Podcast Valley Sunday. Hope you dug it. I dug it. Did you dig it? I, I dug it as well. Good. Can you dig it? <laughs> yes, I can. Fantastic. So, for me, Paco. And me, Jeff. Have yourself a monkey little evening. Hey, Monkeys fans, if you like what you're hearing, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. They're all at Podcast Valley Sunday. We'd love to hear from you. Also on our Facebook group, we'll be updating the countdown every week, so you can keep up to date with that. And if you can rate us, please rate us. But be nice. We're thin-skinned.